Welcome to the Big Daddy Sports Minute, sports talk radio from a fan's perspective. I am Paul Big Daddy DeMay, and alongside me, as usual, my brother slash producer <laughs> slash co-host, confused? Michael. I got confused for a second, because <laughs> I'm used to saying executive producer. So, Hello, Paul Big Daddy DeMay. How you doing? I'm right. And of course, Jason's with us also. Our, our other brother. Jason's got too many titles. <laughs> Yeah, I do. Our other brother. I have no idea what I am. Our other brother yeah. with the same from I the just, same mother. I just show up. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, uh, it's all good. I'm glad to be here. It's uh, a couple of days later in the week than we're normally doing this, but that's okay. Um, we're here. We're gonna have fun. So we're gonna have fun. Let's uh, let's start off with our uh, pleasantries. And uh, you doing pleasantries? Let, let me find out how you guys' week was. Jay, how, we're gonna start with Jason. Hi, week. Jason. Jason, how was your week? Yeah, it was all right. Digging out of the snow. You still yeah, digging out of snow up there? Holy crap, dude! Dude, we have so much snow and ice. It's ridiculous. So, I've been wearing my g-string every day. It's been it's been a little stressful, but we're we're hopefully uh, coming out of that here pretty soon. But overall, not a bad week. Um, I'm excited for the show tonight. Got some good some good topics, and uh, yeah, let's let's uh, see how how was Mike's week. Oh. Jason, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> My week was marvelous. Oh, jeez. Uh, actually, it sucked. Uh, yeah, I worked out last week, and I could not move, so I was in pain all week long. And I've got a new uh, doctor working on my shoulder trying to help fix my shoulder. So I've got it been pain all week long. So my week was, was magically painful. Awesome. Yeah. I actually forgot one thing. Yeah, what do you got? You know, I, uh, I did take some time yesterday to clean off a spot on my desk at the office for oh. my fantasy football trophy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's still it's, empty, it's, it's, but the spot <laughs> is like, cleared now, so I'm really excited. It's going uh, to be heading your way real soon. By the time they and get then it. I, actually, I actually stopped at the bank on my way home to like deposit money, but then I realized <laughs> I didn't even have it. It's crazy. He has the money to deposit. Uh, uh, Big Daddy. Uh, don't worry about it. It's all coming really, really soon, Jason. Uh, I promise. So, uh-huh. I, I promise yeah. by the by next week's show. By the end of next year's season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, by then he'll just ship it off to the next guy. Yeah. Right. No. 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 I promise by the next show we do next week, which will probably be Monday, you will have your money and the trophy will be on its way, or at least close. I'm still waiting on the nameplate, so I got to yeah. get that, and I still I'm still waiting on a trophy. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds promising. <laughs> It's on its way, I promise. It really is. So, well, we got it. We got it recorded now, so uh, we can go back. At least. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. So, I'll be making. So how was your? How was I'll your be making some phone calls after this. Um, it was okay. It was. Did you say how was your weekend, Daddy? I said big daddy. <laughs> I think you said how was your weekend, Daddy? <laughs> daddy. Nice. Uh, my my week was good. Um, it was uh busy as usual, and last night I. Went to the uh, Red Wings Predators game and it was a lot of fun. Detroit won, so um, I'm tired today because of it. But uh, I, no, it was a good week. Just busy, like usual. I'm always busy, always doing something. I'm a mover. I'm a motivator. I'm a yeah, shaker. You're a shaker. Yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff, Paul. Yeah. So, um, well, I'm glad we're here. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good show. We're gonna have fun tonight. Uh, we're gonna start out with you know we're gonna be hanging with the brothers. And uh, talking a little, a little bit of NFL news, 
uh, and a little bit of college basketball, and then Mike's going to do his new segment, Lost and Found. Lost and Found. I'm not going to say who it is, who your subject is tonight. We'll wait for you to do that. Yeah, we'll surprise the whole surprise world. Surprise everybody. The whole world. Everybody. And in that listening. segment, I got a little trivia for you guys, which is going to be fun to listen right. to you guys yeah. stutter all night, <laughs> trying to figure it out. <laughs> Jason okay. will look it up real can't, quick. So he'll, can't, he'll, can't wait for he'll that. He'll pretend like he knows who he's talking Can't about. wait for that. Uh, then we'll go into the Michigan mashup, talk a little Michigan basketball, Michigan football's recruiting, and uh, we'll end with Big Daddy's final take. So let's uh, let's get this thing rolling and start hanging with the brothers. All righty, Michael. It's good to be able to say that starting right in the beginning again. Last week it changed a little bit, and but that's okay. Um, so let's uh, let's let's NFL season's over, and uh, obviously, um, but there's still NFL news happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure you guys heard that uh, Kareem Hunt, who was uh, released from the Chiefs last year, when a video surfaced of him pushing mm-hmm. and kicking a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, was signed by the Cleveland Browns uh, yesterday, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to see what your guys' thoughts are on that. I've, there's a lot of uh, – it's really controversial because, you know, somebody like Colin Kaepernick who's basically protesting uh, police brutality in this country is is not signed with anybody and, and – and, and, uh, <laughs> He almost said it. <laughs> and, uh, blackballed? Is how blackballed, yeah. He's been blackballed. He's yeah. blackballed in the NFL. It really is. And Just because he's black, you can still say he's been blackballed. It's not, it doesn't have no, anything to do with him being black. I know. Actually, or thanks. if he has, you know. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Nice. Anyways. <laughs> we won't get into that. This is a family show. Right. Exactly. So um, I just want to see what your guys' thoughts are on Kareem Hunt. I mean, he's still, now that he's signed with Cleveland, he's back on a commissioner's, commissioner's exempt list, and more than likely he's going to get an ex, uh, a suspension to start the season. It's just a matter of how long, how many games. So, you know, I I think it's uh, – I was surprised, actually, somebody signed him and signed him this early um, just because of everything that happened. And Yeah, I was surprised, too. You know, and if you guys remember Ray Rice and what yeah, he did. Yeah, I mean, did, he's, still, he's not even playing anymore. He's blackballed also. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised that someone signed him, especially this – this early that quick after this incident i mean that didn't happen that long ago um and yeah i mean ray rice i was going to bring that up as well uh he he'll, he'll never play again obviously um <clears throat> so yeah surprised by it i saw an article on the lions they interviewed bob quinn about that if you know why they didn't potentially go after him and uh yeah he Basically, just said, yeah, he wa- he wants you know good people in their organization in their locker room. So I think that kind of <laughs> sums that up. But yeah, I mean, good, of course, good I'm not people, not ne- yeah, they want good people, not necessarily good players. Exactly. Yeah, they got you. That, well, that's that's <laughs> obvious, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> although I'm not surprised the Browns, of course, of any team signed them, right? Well, I mean, I've it, or the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders sign all the yeah. ex-cons yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the yeah. Patriots usually sign the misfits. Right, right. But, It'll be interesting to see if they, you know, I, like you said, I think he, the NFL still has to investigate all this stuff, and will he actually play this year? Who knows? Yeah, I heard but, that. I heard that it may not even be likely that he plays. Yeah. 
And, you know, the, the Browns released a statement saying that he's very regretful of his action. He's, he's went through some kind of uh, rehab, yeah. uh, you know, thing. Well, right here um, it says that NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell had this to say about the case during Super Bowl week. Cream Hunt, I think everyone knows that he's under investigation. He is a free agent. If he is signed by a club, the club understands that he will go on the commissioner's exempt list at that point in time until discipline process has concluded. Whether there is discipline or not discipline, when we finish the investigation and make a determination, uh, there has been a tremendous amount of progress in that investigation. Uh, Dorsey, who is Mr. Dorsey, um, who is the general manager of the Browns, says that they are hoping uh, to have a resolution within two weeks. And then they'll know, obviously, whether he's going to play not going to play, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. He's also come out and said that they are uh, pursuing uh, Jameis Winston from Tampa Bay. Is he no, a free agent? Yeah, that's, that's no. great. He's a free agent right now, Jameis Winston? No, he would have to be traded. But oh. um, I don't know why you would do that when you've got Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all. So, um, <clears throat> Do I want him to play tight end or something? I don't know. Probably running back. Um, well, the thing with Kareem Hunt, though, too, I I, uh, I know they interviewed him right after that happened with Kansas City, after he got cut. And I don't know if you guys heard that interview or not, but it was um, kind of pretty scripted, I would say. Uh, and he never actually apologized to the, the girl, and he still hasn't. Even in the article after he signed with the Browns, I, if you read that, he still hasn't actually apologized for doing what he did. Yeah, and that's crazy. Um, I need to yeah. correct myself just in case Jameis is listening. You you went off at ESPN. I'm sorry, Jameis, if you are listening. No, I just miss I just misread what I what I just said. They're actually Dorsey brought up Jameis Winston because he was supposed to be suspended last year. Um, mm-hmm. The NFL recommended a suspension, but the NFL Players Association worked with the league to negotiate just a three game ban. Hunt's case could follow a similar track, with the league making a recommendation and the union negotiating and blah, blah, blah. So, that was my bad. Sorry, Jameis. <laughs> They're not pursuing you. He was probably shocked. He was like, oh, he's like, he's like, oh wait a minute. Oh, what is Big Daddy saying? talking about? Big Daddy talking about. So, saying I'm leaving. Oh, man. If it, Big Daddy says true, must be. Uh, yeah. That's if he's listening. Well, it's actually if Colin Coward says it's true. And Colin, I know you're listening. <laughs> he's listening. So... Um, well, just, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Kareem Hunt. I still, you know, a lot of people are are kind of, up, no, I'd say more than kind of upset about it. Um, just because, you know, they went out and Browns went out and signed Kareem Hunt. And like I said earlier, Colin Kaepernick is still not signed. And, you know, there's really no reason for that. I mean, when, when Washington signed Josh Johnson last season, who hadn't played a down in the NFL in at least five years. Over Colin Kaepernick, I mean, this is that's. I, I agree. Well, Kaepernick's, much, Kaepernick's no Tom Brady, or well, even an Aaron Rodgers. How much of that though is really him being blackballed, or is it people just not thinking he would fit in their system? Maybe this Josh Johnson guy fits in their system. He's just a little rusty, but fits in their system better. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Come on, guys, work with me on this one. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, we'll we'll you know. Colin, sorry you're not playing in the NFL right now. Um, but, 
You know, I, I think he's going to end up being like Ray Rice. He'll never play again. You know, and he does have talent. And if he does have the right coaching, for example, when Harbaugh was there in San Francisco with him, he can actually be a pretty good quarterback. So, uh, but yeah, we'll see. I agree with you. Yeah, okay. we'll I thought see. he was doing good. Yeah, we'll see what happens with Kareem Hunt and all that. And who knows? I mean, he, I think he's going to be suspended. It's just a matter for how long. And uh, uh, we'll just see what happens. You know, there is other news in the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Jason, you mentioned this a little bit earlier. Joe Flacco got traded to the Broncos. Yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, it hasn't fin- they haven't finalized it, but it sounds like it's a, kind of a mid-round draft pick for him. I don't, I don't think that really solves Denver's quarterback problems. I mean, Flacco is getting up there in age, and I don't, well, I don't know why they'd actually do that. But well, they got Case Keenum last year, but thirty-six million for two years, and then you got. Antonio Brown for how much was he was he gonna get now if he goes? Who? Antonio, oh, not Antonio. Flacco. <laughs> Flacco is twenty six million. He 20, makes I think it's twenty eight point seven million. Twenty six point eight. Something like that. Something like that. Um, a lot I of say? millions. Exactly, a lot of damn money. <laughs> so, yeah. so now you got these two quarterbacks who I, I read this or I saw this. Let me pull it up here. You guys are gonna love this. Their stats, they compared them in, in stats over the last three years. <laughs> so you think, oh, Flacco's much better over the last three years probably than Case Keenum, although Case Keenum in Minnesota had an amazing run over there. So this this comparison, here, Paul, you talk while I look this up. All right, well, yeah, I'm looking up a few things myself also. But, um, well, it is interesting because they brought Case Keenum in last year after he had such a great season in Minnesota the year before. And they released Paxton Lynch, and you know now they're bringing. They're more than likely bringing in Flacco. I saw a little bit earlier, uh, sometime earlier today, that they may end up trading Case Keenum. I mean, that would that would be, I don't know, man. That'd be interesting. So here's the comparison of the last three seasons: Joe Flacco, 41 starts; Case Keenum, 41 starts. The same amount of starts. Joe Flacco, 50 TDs. Case Keenum, 49 TDs. Joe Flacco, 34 interceptions. Case Keenum, 33 interceptions. Joe Flacco, 63.8. Um, what's CMP mean? Hmm? Per. 68, Say that again. 68% CMP. 63.8%. Completion percentage. Completion percentage. And Case Keenum, 63.8 completion percentage. Then you got quarterback rating uh, for Flacco, 82.6 and 86 for uh, Case Keenum. And they they both had 242 yards for Flacco a game and 235 average for Case Keenum. I mean, they were literally identical. Yeah, I mean, they're... Except, except Flacco has a Super Bowl. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Um, yeah, but what's he done after that Super Bowl? Nothing. Right. Yeah, and, and and it says here Joe Flacco, since winning the Super Bowl, uh, has fallen on hard times for the Ravens. Uh, his cash value is 124 million. His TD to intercept interception ratio is one to four. Uh, his first down percentage is only 31 percent, and he's got 6.5 yards per attempt. So, <clears throat> I don't think Denver's getting an upgrade by any means. No, I don't either. <laughs> But but the not, with him going to Denver, now 
Bron- or uh, Ravens are all in with Lamar Jackson. And that's the funny thing to me because Lamar Jackson really. Come on, guys. He, well, he, won, a he, he won a Heisman Trophy. He won a Heisman Trophy running the ball around. Right. And he won a lot of games last year running the ball around. How long do you think that running the ball around is going to last? Um, About the same as it has with Cam Newton and some of the previous quarterbacks that are, Not very much. That are like that. The only one that could ever really do that successfully was Randall Cunningham yeah. and Mike Vick. So, Well, Mike Vick, I'll still say, sorry, Mike, but um, <laughs> you're a better runner than you are a passer. <laughs> That's true. Randall Cunningham was really... Randall Cunningham was... was more even both. Even he both, could yeah. throw and run. So, um, I don't know, Jay, what's your thoughts on Lamar Jackson? Yeah, I think that now that there's some film on him coming into this year, I mean, teams are going to know how to defend that. They're going to scheme towards that. So, we'll we'll see. I don't it, – it'll be interesting yeah, yeah. to see if he can continue to do what he did towards the end of the year. But It, it will be interesting for sure. Yeah, they've got film on him now, though, and teams will – I think be able to to stop him. Yeah, and yeah, I that's interesting that they went all in on him, but you'll find out. Yeah, I think it would have been good to keep Flacco as a backup. You know, yeah, no, he wouldn't want that. No, he wouldn't. He makes too much money to be a backup. Yeah, and then um, Antonio Brown. I don't know if you guys heard that as well. As far as trades and stuff, he's requesting a trade now from the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that seems like a big, a big, pretty big deal. But didn't um, the Steelers already say they were going to trade him before? He said he wants to be traded. That's mm. what I, I read that today. No, I don't think they ever said they were going to trade him. No, somebody said something. I know that. Well, well he's requested to go to the 49ers, which I think is pretty interesting because they're not they're not that great. Right. Mm-hmm. But they desperately need a wide receiver. Well, I read an article today uh, that um, that Pittsburgh knows for sure who they're not going to trade him to. Who's that? Who's that? Well. The Patriots. <laughs> That's what they said. Well, they'd so be pretty where, smart. Where though. can Antonio Brown go? Many places. That Just not the Patriots. Him, but not, they will not trade him to the Patriots. And here's why. And they gave a bunch of reasons. That's funny. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who who he goes to if they for sure trade him. I mean, he put on Twitter, Antonio Brown did, thank you, Steeler Nation, for a big nine years. Time to move on and move forward. So, obviously, he's... They're going to trade him. It's just a matter of where. So it'll be That's interesting. It's so wild to me, um, you know, with Le'Veon Bell and now Antonio Brown and just how that team just imploded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it is, man. So what is going on over there? I heard J.J. Uh, Watt saying that his brother, T.J. Watt, that he was on – J.J. Watt was on um, mm-hmm. the What's His Face talk show after um, – uh, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Jerry Springer. Yeah, he was on Jerry Springer. He was on a Morty Feldman. Yeah, no, nice. uh, no, um, you know, um, not, oh, not. I keep wanting to say Jay Leno, and it's it's uh, um, J- Jamie, Jamie Fallon. So after him, the other Saturday Night guy, he was on that show, and he was saying, uh, the dude was asking him, hey, so what's going on, Steelers? He goes, man, it is crazy over there. It is crazy. I talked to my brother, and I can't even tell you stories. So I guess something, it's going down. And I think that all falls on the coach, you know? Yeah, and I'm honestly honestly surprised that, that Mike Tomlin is still there. <laughs> I am too, after all this. Yeah, 
I mean, it's it's uh it's crazy. So Antonio, who turns 31 on July 10th, is due salaries of 12.6 million in 2019, 11.3 in 2020, and 12.5 in 2021. So whatever team, I mean, it says that that if the Steelers trade him before March 17th, where he's due a 2.5 million roster bonus. Uh, they would absorb $21.12 million in dead money on their salary cap if, tra- if they trade him prior to March 17th. So they have to trade him after. So, well, they don't pay him his $2.5 million and they trade him after. That saves them $21 million. Well, that's what they're going to do. So, Well, they're looking for a first-round pick as well. Yeah, they need one. Yeah. Yeah, well... If they trade him after June 1st, it would allow the Steelers to spread the cap hit mm-hmm. over multiple years, according to according yeah. to Dan Graziano. It's going to be interesting to see the San Antonio Brown song right Is now. that what this is? Yeah. <laughs> it's sad music for Antonio Brown. <laughs> A.B. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I love the offseason right after when, when uh, they start trading and the draft comes up because then you're like seeing which team is really ready and smart enough and reloads properly. You know, I, yeah. Colin Coward was talking about the Patriots know how to reload, and they've got 12 draft picks. And look out for them next year is what he's saying. <laughs> Even though nobody's picking them to go to the Super Bowl next year. but Right. Well. Well, we did. We did, didn't we? We did. Yeah, yeah we did. You did. Although, although yeah. Paul Big Daddy did. I did after the AFC and NFC Championship games. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Um, well, we'll see, you know, it's NFL off season is always interesting Free agencies coming up in March and all that. So, but let's, uh, let's move on and talk. Whoa, 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 what are you talking about? What do you mean? We had a whole nother football league here that just started last weekend. Yeah. What's the name of that league, Michael? The AAF. What does that stand for? Uh, American Alliance of Football or something? Something like that. <laughs> I thought it was the XFL. Isn't that coming back? No, they're no, actually... They, they were, they, they've been talking about the XFL. They're coming, coming in next year. It yeah. is coming back next year. XFL is. Huh. Yeah. But they're going to be in the same time, and they're going to... I think they're going to compete with the AAF, and we'll see what happens. But yeah, some people are excited because there's some good players on that on, was out there, and there's some coaches that... It's not like... They're not trying to get NFL players. They're taking all the scraps left over. Right. It's kind of they're going to try and do something similar to what the NFL Europe was, which started out as as the what was it, the World Football League? I didn't even hear about that. What's that? And that's that's uh, and then it went to NFL Europe because it became kind of like a B league to kind of prep players for the NFL. Oh, like you know. Remember Kevin Durande? That's oh, yeah, what that's, that's what where he, he, he yeah, he was yeah, in. Yeah, I remember that was a while ago. He was, well, I mean, that was a long time ago and there's any league that's ever started and tried to play spring football hasn't lasted. Yeah. So, honestly, I don't know a lot about it. Jay, I don't think you know a lot about it no, either, right? I don't. No, I don't. So, we're not talking about it cuz we don't <laughs> so, know about it. So, until we know a little bit about it. I'm going to watch it this weekend and I'll tell you guys about it next I week. might watch it this weekend too, just I'm to see cuz I've heard the games were pretty good and Yeah. So I, we'll we'll talk about that. I tell you one thing. In a couple they, of weeks, they don't call they don't call as bad hit. There were some deathly massive hits that would have been like eject people ejected in the NFL. And these guys, hmm. these coach, I don't even think there's refs. <laughs> I think the <clears throat> the female lingerie league is refing the 
Oh, is that what it is? Well, and I'm definitely watching. <laughs> so, well, let's talk a little bit of college basketball. What's that? What's that, Jay? I said already then. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit of college basketball. Um, sure. So, Jay, you and I were talking before this. You know, did, did, did you watch the Duke-Louisville game? I watched some of it. Yeah, I, I knew they were down. At, I knew Duke was down at halftime. I think it was probably like nine points, and then uh, they were down what by twenty three at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were down twenty three uh, to Louisville, and somehow they came back and and uh, they won that game. It was crazy. I mean, I guess Duke really is that good. Yeah, they're starting to separate themselves for sure now. Um, I know we have questioned that over the past few weeks. Who's the best team? But yeah, they're looking uh, looking to hit their stride right now. Yeah, and I mean, if you're going to hit your stride now, I mean, now's a good time to do it. With what three weeks left in a two mm-hmm. and a half weeks left in the season, or not even yeah. that. I mean, well, we they only... beat Virginia twice, which you know now Louisville, who was ranked. Uh, yeah, they're. They're going to be strong going into the tournament. I'm going to say this one more time. Mm-hmm. None of this matters until the tournament starts. Well, none of it matters. No. Again, I mean, it does matter because... Not to me. <laughs> We're glad to have it's you on the show hoopla. tonight, Mike. <laughs> it's all hoopla. It's good practice for everybody. I mean, you know, we got, I know we're not supposed to talk about this yet because we're not doing a Michigan matchup yet, but Michigan lost yesterday. And I'm like, eh... You know, so what? They play. I'll give my opinion on that in Michigan matchup. They play. They play three hundred games. You know, that's a couple losses here and there. Yeah. Um. The other interesting game was uh, Kentucky and LSU, and Kentucky lost on the last second uh, basket. That was kind of controversial because some people said it was goaltending or something like that. And that was at home, right? Yes, that was at home. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's just interesting. You know, it, it is a long basketball season, and, and uh, yeah, you know, if you look at the top ten right now, I mean, Tennessee's only got one loss, and Nevada's got one loss. Everybody else has, and, well, Houston. Houston's like Nevada, though. They don't really play anybody. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Houston fans. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it is. It's a long season, and, you know, Anything, anything can happen. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. So, but Duke game was a it was a good comeback and the Kentucky game. I'm glad to see Kentucky lose. I'm just I've just never been a Kentucky fan. To say just get too much credit for you know having now four losses. Yeah, I hate all SEC teams. I don't care what sport it is. <laughs> well, I am that way also. So. Um, well, let's do this. Let's uh, let's move on and and let's talk a little bit Michigan basketball and the uh, Michigan mashup. We're gonna do Michigan mashup now. We're doing the Michigan mashup now, oh, Michael. All righty. <laughs> all righty, Michael. All righty. <laughs> I would say all righty, Jason. It just doesn't sound the same, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the same. No, here we go. And, and Jason, Alrighty, Jason. And, and Jason wouldn't laugh like you do. <laughs> I just think it's so, whatever. I can't say the word. I'll get yelled at. 
In any case. All right. Well, let's let's talk some Michigan basketball. In any case, let's do that. In any case. Um, they had a big win against Wisconsin on Saturday. Yeah, it was good. And then went to Penn State and lost. They were getting their ass kicked in the beginning. Um, I was watching that game. Yeah, I didn't see the game, thankfully. They started coming back, though. They got within, like, four points, I think. Or they, just, they had they no just, energy in that game. They no. came out really flat. Be- Beeline got booted, so that, that didn't help. Yeah, I saw that that he got ejected. He he said something today. It's been like six years or something like that since he's been ejected from a game. Uh, yeah. A little something longer like that. than that. It, it was, was 1978. The oh. Last time he got ejected. Okay. So that's uh, six yeah. years plus a few more. Damn it, ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Did they say six? No, years? I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, interviewed him after the game, and he said, uh, "Yeah, last time he got ejected was 1978-79 season." That's funny. Was that uh, as a player or was that a coach? No, coaching. Yeah, he's been coaching like for seventy for a years. Long time. <laughs> wow. So well, yeah, I, I'll give you my opinion on them right now. It's just um, so they have two really bad losses on the road at Iowa and now at Penn State, where they played down to their competition, and I'm pretty concerned about that going into the tournament. Um, because you just can't lose those games. I mean, look at what Duke did, right? I mean, they came back. Good teams do that. Yeah. Right. Um, you have a big win at home against Wisconsin, which you needed. Michigan State has not been playing well. You could have really taken advantage of the Big Ten. And just to come out that flat and play that way, I was really shocked. Yeah, I was too, actually. Um, you know, they were saying Penn State was playing really small uh, as far as the – the guys they had on the floor and we weren't posting anybody up in the paint. We weren't, I mean, we out, you know, from a size standpoint, should have taken advantage of them in a lot of, a lot of ways mm-hmm. uh, in the paint and scoring. Um, now, granted the referees did not help us a lot in that game. I don't like going to that, but there were a couple of plays where Simpson, I mean, yeah, hit like four or five times going to the hoop. And I'm just like, really? Um, so tough game, tough loss, but you could just tell Penn state wanted that game more. I mean, they were hustling more, you know, they were getting the rebounds. Um, but we'll see they're tied. It's 11, they're 11 and threes tied with Michigan state now at the top of the big 10. Yeah. And I mean, and, and I'm like you, Jason, it concerns me also with the season coming to an end that uh, the game, uh, you know, Penn state, in going into that game is one and eleven in the conference. Mm-hmm. You can't go in and lose to a team no. like that. You just can't. And now they have Maryland at home uh, this weekend, and uh, and then they're at Minnesota, and it's yep. you know. And now I'm I'm concerned about the Minnesota game too because apparently on the road they're just a completely different team. And yeah, they they've got Michigan State twice, so we play them at home first. But our last two games are on the road. Maryland and Michigan State. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, there's seven games left, and four of them are against Maryland and Michigan State. Yep. So, and it's just, yeah, I don't know. They're going to have to, if they come out and they're at Maryland at home, Maryland is ranked number 24 this week, um, and they come out and they just destroy Maryland, I might feel a little bit better. But then they go to Minnesota, and it just worries me. Yeah, Maryland just beat Purdue. 
Mm. And, uh, you know, so they're playing well. It's going to be tough. I mean, I said it last week, Michigan's a young team, and I think it's starting to show. Um, you know, I think uh, they may make a little bit of a run, but I don't see them being as successful in the tournament. Now Now it's getting later in the season. I know I said a few weeks ago, uh, I think they were one of the elite teams, but, boy, losing, especially the, on the road to those two teams, Iowa and Penn State, you just, you just can't do that. No, no, you can't. Not not at this time of the year, not at any time of the mm-hmm. year, but especially this time of the year. Um, so my question, Jason, is they're ranked number six right now. They're 22-3. and three. Um, North Carolina lost, so they should drop out of the top mm-hmm. ten. Kentucky lost, like we said. Uh, they're 20-4. and four. So does Michigan drop? And if they do, how far? Yeah, does- I think they're going to drop a little bit. Um I mean, the game was on the road, but like you said, Penn State's a horrible team. I, I think they're going to probably drop to nine, no. nine or ten. I don't think they'll drop out of the top ten, but they'll drop a few spots. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It, it, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, it's interesting that they just – God, it's just so disappointing. It's like, you know. It's just like the football team, though, right? I mean, they, like, play down to their competition. We've seen that so many times where – and that's the most frustrating part for Michigan sports for me is when these teams play these crappy teams and can't can't beat them for whatever reason. Right, and and yeah, and speaking of Michigan football, let's move on to that. It was National Signing Day last week. Uh, yep. Recruiting pretty pretty quiet. You know they had the early signing period now in December. That's when all the action kind of happened. But uh, they did uh, get one more, I think, four star player on signing day filled the class. I think it was 25 or 26 players. They got 26. Um, yeah. So they finished number one in the big 10. It's pretty awesome. And number eight overall nationally. So they've got some two, five stars in there, handful of four stars. Um, well, actually, another good. actually not to correct you, Jason, um, oh. but uh, according to rivals.com. Okay. Not ESPN. Yeah. In the last, in, in the last few days, they've dropped to number 10. But it yeah, doesn't matter. Eight, two, ten, four, seven has them at eight. That's usually what I look at. But those, I mean, there's like three, three recruiting sites, and they're all a little all over the place. I mean, they yeah, they're top. They regardless, they're top ten. For sure. Yeah. I mean, they are number one in the Big Ten, which is like the first time in a while because Ohio State typically is. Um, yeah. But considering the the way they finished this season, for them to do that, I think it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I agree, and and um, it, yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, it's recruiting is it's just tough because even the, they got two five star recruits and they could end up being nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think so, but they, it could happen that way. So, you know, I look at somebody like J.J. Watt, who was a three star recruit, you know, and yeah. look what he's done in the NFL. Well, he didn't even come in as a defensive player either. I think he was like a tight end or something when he came into Wisconsin. He was. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I think he was a yeah he was a tight end, um, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, there's other news with uh, Michigan uh, football. Um, Mike, you're gonna be so disappointed, but yeah, Pep, Pep, Hamil- Pep Hamilton's gone. Yeah, I was excited about that. <laughs> I mean, I love their they got a good recruiting class, but I'm more excited about all the new coaches that Harbaugh is, the ones he's gotten rid of, which we all had problems with last year, and then yeah, all these new ones that are coming in that I'm excited about. 
Well, they read they're paying Pep Hamilton through June for whatever reason, I'm assuming something on his contract, but it's the article I read, speaking of the XFL, it sounds like that's where he's going to coach. Really? The XFL. Yeah. Yep. That's what I heard. That's interesting. That's interesting. That's about all he can do, really. <laughs> yeah. Well. And our beloved Brady Hoke. Brady Hoke also was in the news. What? Yeah, he uh, accepted a coaching position for San Diego State, so went back to San Diego State as an O-line or a D-line coach uh, for them. He's bounced around a lot. Yeah, since well, he, he left really Michigan. took that Michigan head coaching job and got everything out of it, didn't he? So, oh, he sure did. Yeah. Wasn't he head coach of San Diego San Diego State at one yeah. point? Yes. And That's where he came from before Michigan. Right. Now he's a line so coach. Full circle all the way back. Now he's the D-line coach there. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. But yeah, he's been Maybe with a, he he's been with a few different teams. I mean, I, I yeah. believe he was Oregon, with Oregon Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> well, have fun coaching the D line, uh, Brady, not Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Just say Hoke. Hoke. <laughs> yeah. So, let's not, not use his first name. Yeah, let's not. <clears throat> yeah, let's not use his first name because your dog will come running to you. <laughs> exactly. You don't want that. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. It's you know, it, we got seven months till college football starts, and we'll see what happens. You know, I, I mean, for Michigan to be in the top ten for recruiting, I think that's a big thing. Um, according to rivals, uh, Ohio State's number twenty-one. So really, that, yes, that's a really good thing. Hmm. So Georgia finished number one, and Alabama number two, and LSU number three. Did you see, speaking of Ohio State, not that I really like talking about them on this show, but they got uh, the quarterback transfer from Georgia, Justin Fields, and yes. he got the waiver to play, of course. So we're going to have to deal with him next year. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's funny you say that because I just saw something the other day that uh, somebody was talking about how basically college football is starting to get free agency to mm -hmm. where these players are able to just – transfer and start playing immediately um and uh for example jalen hurts uh with alabama he transferred to oklahoma and he'll be able to start immediately you know and so yeah it's it's almost like college football you know people keep the debate going with you know should uh, student players be paid you know now they got this like free agency type thing happening you know it's uh yeah. it's changing college football has changed so much mm -hmm. Um, it's it's really crazy that you know these yeah. players. They used to be you had to sit out a year, and now they're getting these waivers and and everything, and everybody's able to play. Mm. I don't know if you guys heard as well. Going back to Michigan football and talking about this like free agency, Michigan could be out looking for a running back. I don't know if you guys heard about Chris Evans. No. Then their starter. Yeah, he can't. Here, yeah. Academically ineligible mm -hmm. oh. right now. So Michigan is without a starting running back. Besides their walk on True Wilson, and then uh, you know they got a freshman coming in that's a four star. So they're mm. and, and they got the the freshman from last year that played a little bit in the bowl game. Um, yeah, what's that guy saying? He looked pretty yeah, good. It's, yeah, it's slipping my mind right now, but um, yeah, they're in trouble there. Maybe so they're saying they may have to look for uh, some type of transfer. Hmm. Go after the free yeah. agents. Yeah, I mean, Evans isn't totally done. I mean, they're uh, obviously working on that, but 
he may not may not be able to play. Mm. Yeah, that will not be Does good. Does he get a C on his history exam? I mean, what? what matter? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Don't, don't these guys – Don't class, who knows? Don't these guys have tutors? They do. I, I think he was doing a tutor. I read that he was, <laughs> he was tutoring. That, I mean, they was tutoring the heck out of him. He just couldn't get the – I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Justin Turner's the other guy, the freshman. I'm pretty sure that's his name. So, well, that's the right back's name. Well, if Evans isn't able to play, then their uh, Patterson and their wide receivers better step it up. Because I mean, you can have a average running game and yeah, still win. There. Yeah, they're Yeah, for sure. They'll be fine at running back. I'm not worried about that. They'll, they'll find somebody. They got a big recruiting class coming in. Yeah. Well, it's true. Well, we'll see. I mean, you know, that's really sucks that Evans may not be eligible. So. Evan, Chris, listen. If you if you are listening, just get a don't get a smoking hot tutor. <laughs> You'll be able to concentrate more. <laughs> Is that? Yeah, Chris, I said Justin Turner. It's Christian Turner, and True Wilson, and Joe Hewlett are their three running backs right now. Hmm. So uh, yeah. Well, that's gonna be uh, <clears throat> that's gonna be a little scary. Um, especially as it gets closer to season, if they don't find somebody else or Evans isn't able to play. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think True yeah, Wilson's a good running back. True Wilson did great last year. Yeah. They, better, the they did better than Evans. They had a freshman coming in, Charbonneau, I believe his name is, who's, uh, I think he's 6'2", 220. He's a big kid. Wow. That's Tyrone Wheatley's size. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, then I'll feel better now. Thanks, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm good. Thanks, Jay. Also, yeah, I think he's actually an early enroll rolly too, which helps you know get adapted to the system. Yeah. Well, I mean that's you know that's good. I mean, hopefully the new offensive coordinator can uh, you know work with these kids and just hope Evans can play. And if he can, cool. If he can't, then you know they'll figure it out. Next man up. Next man up. They just got to have the wide receivers, you know, and tight ends, you know, play better. And Patterson or McCaffrey, whoever's the starting quarterback. That's true. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume it's going to be Patterson, but you never know. It'll be Patterson. Yeah, yeah. it will be. Well, it probably should be. So, um, well, let's switch gears just a little bit um, and talk a little bit hockey. It is hockey season. Mm-hmm. Mike, did you know that? I did, yeah. <laughs> this is Mike's favorite. I can just tell. I like hockey. Yeah, I, uh, I I love hockey. Hockey's a very close second to me for my favorite sport. But um, So last night, the Detroit Red Wings were in town, and I was fortunate to be able to go to the game. And, you know, it's funny. I've been, you know, I've lived here in Nashville for almost 20 years now, and I was here when the Preds started their second season. And I've been to probably, I don't even know, freaking 800 Preds games. I might be exaggerating a little bit, but probably not. Well, it's it's yeah, I've been to a lot, but my point is, you know, it's it's the Red Wings and Predators is a rivalry that it did start in their first season, and because Detroit would just beat them bad every time, and it's become a rivalry that you can just throw the records out. Um, it doesn't matter. Right now, Nashville is um, top five team in the league again. This is their third year. Uh, they won the President's Trophy last year. And uh, and Detroit is basically at the bottom of their division, and they're not one of the better teams. But every time they play the Predators, 
Uh, they come in, whether it's here or in Detroit, and they just play their best hockey. And it was just a lot of fun last night. It's it's I, I, I find it interesting because, you know, when Nashville first got their team, you know, it took them a long time to build up to where they're at now. And they never made it past the first round of the playoffs until I think it was 2008 or 2009, somewhere around there. And, you know, Detroit's just always beat them. And Detroit beat them last night too. So, But the Predators have flipped. And I was telling a friend of mine I was at the game with last night that, you know, 19 years ago I came to my first Red Wings game in, here in Nashville and they announced the attendance is 14,000 Red Wings fans and 4,000 Predators fans. <laughs> That's crazy. Now it's completely flipped. Last night, I mean, that stadium is packed with Predators fans. But probably, I don't know, 20, 30% of those fans came from other cities like Detroit, Boston, New York, yeah. where they grew up with hockey. So, But uh, this is a lot of fun. It was, it was a good time. And we'll get more into the hockey season. The hockey is just just past the halfway point. So the playoffs start in the beginning of April. Um, but, you know, the Red Wings, I think they I think they need to fire Jeff. I just want to fire every coach. Yeah, <laughs> Just fire everybody, you know. But I think they need to fire Blaschel and uh, go after one of these coaches that, you know, have Stanley Cup experience, winning Stanley Cup experience. I believe yeah, Joe. Yeah, a little, little experience with Blaschel just because he coached at the Grand Rapids Griffins level which is the uh whatever you want to call it the uh what do they call that big daddy that's the uh that's the ahl ahl yeah for the wings sorry um he was really successful here uh won a calder cup for the griffins and that's when they you know called him up to the wings but i think he's had his opportunity he's not capitalizing on that and you know i, I agree i think they need to go find somebody that's got that's more experience. Yeah, I agree. I mean, because when Scotty Bowman retired, um, they went after Babcock, Mike Babcock, who had won a cup with Anaheim and then won a cup with Detroit. So, mm-hmm. you know, now Babcock's in Toronto, and Toronto's pretty darn good. Um, but, yeah, I just think, you know, it, it's it's it. Detroit went, I believe it was 26 years in a row making the playoffs. Yep. And this is now going to be the third season that they're not going to make the playoffs. And it's just tough. It's tough to be a Detroit fan in pretty much every sport. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I think if they, if they get rid of Blash Hole and they go with somebody else, um, somebody like a Joel Quinville, Anaheim just fired their coach um, for the second time. Um, but he's won a cup with, with Anaheim, I believe. And, uh, um, or not with Anaheim, with someone else. But in any case, go after somebody with some damn experience that can win a Stanley Cup. Because I can't have Detroit being bad, especially living in Nashville. It's bad enough. It's bad enough. At, everybody hates Michigan. <laughs> is this the Michigan mashup still? Yes, it is. Or the Nashville mashup? No, this is the Michigan mashup. Oh, but we're talking about the Red Wings Predators, Michael. Oh, oh Predators. I know you fell asleep for a second, so I apologize. Yeah, Red Wings are from Michigan, Mike. Yeah. So we are? can talk about that. Yeah. Um, just a little side note. Um, to Before the game last night, I stopped at a store to pick up some, a uh, little bit of alcohol. And <laughs> I had, of course, my Red Wings shirt and my Red Wings hat on. And, and I, I opened the cooler door and I grabbed what I need. And 
this guy asks me, he goes, oh, hey, man, you from Detroit? And I said, yeah. And he goes, he goes, that's awesome. He goes, Detroit's always been, like, my second team. I would love Detroit. And I said, oh, cool. Where are you from? He goes, Toronto. He goes, I grew up in Toronto. I'm just in town for the weekend, blah, blah, blah. So we started talking a little bit, and I said, I asked him. I said, so do you remember Wade Belak? And he said, uh, he goes, absolutely, my favorite player of, of any what? of any Toronto player. Wade was his favorite. He got to meet Wade a couple of times. Wow. And just said that he was just, uh, we know Wade. Um, so it was just kind of cool to, you know, I get that a lot because there are a lot of mm-hmm. hockey fans and Detroit people that live here. Um, but even, you know, when I'm out wearing my Red Wings stuff especially, um, I just get people from other cities that talk, and they talk, you know, always talk good about the Red Wings. But mm-hmm. um, it was just, it was just kind of cool. That's now the third person in the last two months that I've ran into from Toronto that Wade was their his favorite their favorite player. Yeah, he was pretty popular there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was very popular. This is a Toronto mashup. So, <laughs> what are we doing there, man? I can't, it's Jay. Close to Michigan. Jay, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't talk about anything else. You know, apparently not. Gosh, bless. I was still talking about the Red Wings. I was wearing my Red Wings stuff. Stay on track, man. I'm trying. I'm trying. So, all right. Well, let's, uh, before we confuse Mike anymore, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, let's get this thing wrapped up and move on to Big Daddy's final take. Uh, what about Lost and Found? Um, well, apparently it got lost. <laughs> let's do it next week. Um, all right. If, if 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 you're okay with that, we'll save that for totally next week. Totally fine with that. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> I know. Sorry. Uh, I was looking so it's... I was looking forward to the intro music. Well, we could do That's that. For... The only reason I was on tonight. <laughs> we'll do the intro music for Paul's uh, final take. How's that? All right. Yeah. That's that'll work. That at least that'll make you feel a little bit better. Definitely. <laughs> so right, here we go. Paul's final take. Right. Yeah, I just got to figure out what the heck I'm going to say. Well, you're still on talking. We're still on air right now. Can you rewind that? (laughs) No, I'm not rewinding it. (laughs) (laughs) Lost and found. Oh, yeah. Lost and found. Come on. That was by request. (laughs) For for Big Daddy's final take, we did the Lost and Founds. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. I mean, we didn't do the segment, so we had to make sure you were still okay, not not too upset. So, okay, next week um, I got I got some trivia for you guys. So, okay. Well, um so my final take tonight um was is uh I saw an interview and I'm I'm racking my brain trying to figure out who that interview remember who that interview was with, but the point is they were talking about and and not to keep bringing up Tom Brady, although he is the greatest of all time, which stands for what, what was that, Mike? Goat. Goat. The okay. goat. So this person I saw the interview with and um, was talking about how um, there's, you can't be, uh, goats are not single. You can't have one goat because goats travel in herds. There's multiple goats. So how can you have one person, say a Tom Brady, a Michael Jordan, some people say LeBron James, be a goat when they travel in herds. <laughs> well, I can <laughs> I can put the final on this final take if you like. Sure. They're not Absolutely. calling them an actual goat animal. They're calling it the G O A T, which I know is an acronym for greatest of all time. I know that, but I just found it funny that <laughs> somebody and really, honestly, it really started to make me think for a second that 
you know, you really can't have one greatest of all time, a GOAT, because they wouldn't have been able to get there without the people around them. That's absolutely Their true. teammates and all that. <clears throat> so if you're going to put call Brady the GOAT, you got to call every player he's ever played with a GOAT also. Yeah, then you look at uh, Michael Jordan, who didn't win anything without Scottie Pippen. Correct. Scottie Pippen was by his side for every single thing that he won and did. Right. So that's Jordan. Good. Jordan couldn't get past Detroit or Boston until Pippen came along. Correct. So maybe maybe Pippen's the goat. I don't know. He's the goat assistant. <laughs> well, that's that's what I got, Michael, for my final take this He's week. The goat milk. The goat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> sorry, Scotty. If you're listening, if you're listening, sorry about that. I just found it interesting. I, you know, I mean, obviously it's an acronym for greatest of all time, and Brady is the greatest yeah. of all time. But just the, the analogy of you can't be a single goat. Okay, I found it interesting. I think we got that point. Jay, was that interesting? Yeah, I'm, he's it was great. He's trying, <laughs> to, trying to wrap his head around that one. Yeah. Paul, this was probably I would say the best. This is going to go on the best of Paul Big Daddy's final takes greatest. I don't know, man. The, the holiday one was pretty good. That was happy holidays. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get this wrapped up. Uh, you can you can find me and follow me on Facebook. Just search Big Daddy Sports Minute. On Twitter, at BD Sports Minute. On Instagram, BD Sports Minute. And Jason, tell me if I'm right or wrong. Are we on Google Play now? I think we are. We need to verify that, but. All right, well, we'll know for sure next week, and hopefully iTunes also. So, Mike, people can follow me a lot of places. Where can they follow you? Oh, dude, you know when they can follow me. (laughs) I'm not even going to say it this week. A big white truck. All the way (laughs) on the Highway 100. Jay, we'll just follow you down the icicles. (laughs) Yeah, so, all right, well, good show tonight. Glad you guys were here again, and uh, Big Daddy's out.